Hello, and welcome to episode 121 of Constructing Comics, a podcast building stories one page and one panel at a time. In this episode, we have a review of issues four and five of Secret Wars. Marvel's Superheroes Secret Wars, commonly known as Secret Wars, is a 12-issue limited series published from May of 1984 to April of 1985 by Marvel Comics. The series was written by Jim Shooter with art by Mike Zack and Bob Layton. This is your spoil alert for issues four and five of Secret Wars, so if you haven't read these two issues, uh, please pause the podcast and come back after you have read them. This is Matt, and I'm joined by Constructing Comics special guest and former member of the Wrecking Crew, Joe Deggs. That is not high praise, to say the least. <laughs> All right, Joe. So uh, we are quickly approaching the the, the midpoint of uh, this 12-issue series. So uh, I guess if we kind of think of this, we're uh, I guess we're kind of either in act two or sort of uh, pushing into act two of, of this, uh, this event. So uh, what were your thoughts on, on four here? I thought four is like um, probably one of my favorite issues ever of a comic it has to deal with like just the cover and just the concept of what uh, happens to the Hulk. Yes. Um, so I think, you know, four and five were in the meat of it. And these are really good, really good, uh, uh, books, good episodes. I feel as if it's kind of traditional comics, traditional 80s comics. And uh, there's some good story. There's some good uh, um, interaction between the characters. I think there's a great setup to something that we'll discuss as we get into the book. So, uh, yeah, we'll go from there. Yeah, so um, three sort of ended on, um, the, on, on the fight, and then four... Uh, you know, there's there's some destruction, but then we sort of get the the villain sort of going through the base, uh, trying to sort of figure out uh, figure out the the what was in that base that the heroes were in, and sort of get a state of uh, you know the battle between the two. So uh, as we started out in here in four situation hopeless, um, what what did you think here? Um, again, you know, I think they I think they. Uh not to be too much of a spoiler, but I think they kind of um, want to go along the theme of this, uh, this book that the, that the villains lay a whooping in the, in the first and second quarter of the uh, Secret War, so to say. The um, heroes are getting their ass kicked. And uh, I think that continues with this. Um, I know there's always kind of, in any type of a fantasy novel or comic book, there's always like kind of like hearsay as to like, why, why, why didn't a certain person use this power in this way? Mm -hmm. um, I know that's big in like Star Wars and Star Trek. I feel you get a good example of that with a Molecule Man when we see what he does in a couple, in a couple, uh, couple frames. Yeah, uh, he, uh, he, uh, he shows sort of how powerful he is by being able to manipulate uh, molecules. Uh, he's, uh, he's, he's dealing with some of the other, other folks uh, on the, on the villain side, they're, they're still sort of here and here and there sort of taking pot shots at him verbally, but he's, uh, he's dealing with those well in this one. He might not deal with that so well in, in, in the next one. Um, but, uh, they start hurling things, uh, away. Um, is it, uh, is it, uh, Titana that, uh, throws part of the, the, the base at the, at the heroes? As sure. They, I think they see them all like, so I think they, um, they destroy after the uh, end of episode three. Yeah. 
they are able to destroy the hero's base and the heroes are escaping. They see them, I think, Dr. Octopus says, a couple miles away and they start to hurl random debris at them. Um, and I Correct. think uh, there's one point where um, I think uh, Hawkeye probably gets the highlight of his, of, I think, you know, in these broad issues, they'll try to give one hero their own little, little highlight or their time to shine. I think he does because he is able to separate a huge chunk of debris on him with one of his explosive arrows. Yeah, so, uh, you know, we, we discussed that debris was being thrown at him, uh, but before, or as Hawkeye saves them, one of the reasons why he saves them is because Molecule Man basically lifts a huge section of the uh, the planet's surface, which is, you know, almost like a, well, no, it's it's part of like a mountain range, and he hurls that at the, that at the heroes. Sure. Um, uh, as you stated, uh, Hawkeye gets his moment of glory. He uses one of his trick arrows. He, he hits it. Um, there's still some issues with it might, uh, as he's broken it in half and sort of given them a little bit of time to, uh, to react. Iron Man, uh, Iron Man, uh, you know, blasts a couple of sections and that breaks it into enough little pieces that, that it falls. Um, or actually, I'm sorry, that's the, uh, that is the the part of the base that they're able to do that too. Right. So they think that they're uh, they think that they're doing okay for for a second. Um, so again, we are looking at the the one of the most recent trades. Uh, it's the one with the Alex Ross uh, painted cover. That's an homage to the original one. Uh, on page one hundred three, panel two. Uh, what 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 do you think about uh, what do you think about that? 103 panel two yeah where the the hulk and 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 iron man are talking when the hulk uh, comments that uh jim rhodes iron man not bad he didn't even drop captain marvel because he was carrying an injured captain marvel at the yeah. time and um iron man's remark of i never dropped talent like this my man so you know i think he was uh <laughs> trying to give captain marvel a, uh, a comment i don't know yeah how appropriate it would be. Yeah, um, it's, it's, it's definitely, uh, this is before the Avengers sort of had to watch uh, you know, yearly sort of uh, sensitivity training videos to how they had, they had to sure. you know, talk to each other, you know? Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so there, there's, there's, there's that interaction, but then, then the mountain comes down on them um, and the hero, or I'm sorry, the villains are sort of celebrating for a moment. Uh, you know this this major achievement they've gotten they've 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 hurled a mountain that's i'm assuming most of them think has uh has crushed the the, the heroes doom doom is still waiting doom is uh, sort of the most level-headed here of all the villains. Well, he has his doubts he has his doubts so there strangely we cut to uh the thor and the huntress uh i totally I got to admit, when I saw this, I totally forgot that uh, Thor had gone down in that sub-level of the, the base to sort of talk to, to the Huntress, because um, we haven't en seen them in a while. Enchantress. Enchantress. Enchantress, Enchantress yes. yes. Thank you. So I think he, his reasoning, to kind of paraphrase it quickly, was she's also not as guardian, and he's a little bit unsure about what's going on with the Beyonder. And although they've had their differences and their disagreements, he also wanted to have a conversation with someone who's, you know, on his level of godness and everything yeah. else. So that's kind of his reasoning. So, you know, they go back and forth and 
well, it looks like there's a little romance in the air. They, they, they some flirt, flirtatious, but then all of a sudden they feel the ground shake, which is from the, the mountain being dropped on his heroes. He doesn't know it. He says, I need out of here. Let's go check it out. She spirits them away with her teleport spell and they land right in front of all the bad guys. Correct. Uh, Thor sort of gives them a chance to, uh, you know, come clean and tell them where everybody is. The, uh, you know, the, the villains aren't having that. Uh, they, they, they feel that they have the numbers. Um, uh, and the, the Enchantress, uh, she decides uh, she's not going to stick with uh, Thor here. And she walks back over to the baddie side Yeah, yeah. And he gives her a chance, too. He actually said at one point. I think there's a lot. So, right? There's a lot of that in this book. There's a lot of, of um, you know, it's, it's, again, credit to Marvel, even in the 80s, where they don't make... They don't, they don't always make bad and good so black and white, right? So it's always yeah. like kind of the outskirts of just, of, you know, Molecule Man, when he, first, when he first arrived there, he was saying how he's reformed. Well, it's nothing to do with, with crime. You have um, Magneto, who's mm-hmm. traditionally uh, labeled as a villain. Beyond places him in the um, good guy's transport. So again, here with the Enchantress, where, hey, you know, maybe this is the time she'll turn. And uh, but she doesn't. She she kind of uh, takes the coward's way. So it's Thor. Basically, Thor versus all the bad guys by himself. Correct. And it doesn't it doesn't go well for him. He's 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 fighting uh, valiantly, but uh, once Ultron sort of uh, gets in the mix, there uh, Thor is uh, is zapped pretty well. And the only thing we see um, when he's zapped. Uh, when Ultron makes contact is, is his helmet and his, uh, his helmet and uh, pieces of his, his cape are the only thing that are left. So um, the, 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 the villains are uh, doing, doing okay here so far in this issue. They've, they've dropped a mountain on, on most of the, uh, the heroes and the, the ones that weren't there, they've, they've just blasted a pretty uh, high level, uh, you know, strong, uh, you know, hero in Thor. He's, he's just been, been blasted. Um, but I guess uh, uh, I guess Kang is is still sort of uh, uh, still sort of talking back uh, to to Doom and uh, you know Ultron is lackey Th- Doom's lackey blast uh, blast Kang so we, right you know, we and held him accountable held him accountable for trying to kill him right yeah Kang took a shot at Doom in episode one I think and uh, um, the Doom exact words were. Indeed, <laughs> he almost so, succeeded, and for and for that transition, he must pay. Yeah, so they they blast him, and he tells everybody to go back to Doom Base. So after Doom, Doom Base, sit. after Doom Base, we 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 cut uh, we cut away to the jet uh, or the spacecraft that the that the X Men are in. Uh, sure, the X Men are certainly. Uh, you know, talking and giving us a lot of background on their thoughts and letting their thoughts be uh, well known. But uh, somebody who's uh, who's thinking a lot uh, is is Colossus here. Thinking about his his, his sweetheart back home. Yeah, uh, Kitty so Kitty Kitty Pride. Would you say that the that the Colossus Kitty Pride onion off again romance is probably the most um, well known and popular romance in the Marvel? in the Marvel history, as far as the heroes go. 
Oh, wow. Uh, I actually probably wouldn't say that it's the, uh, the biggest in the X-Men. Really? You got, you, well, you have, the, you have the strange Scott, Gene, Logan, Emma Frost, all that. You got, mm. you got Gambit, you got Rogue. You're going you're gonna to do, you're going gonna to give Kitty and, and Pieter uh, over those? Over those. I think so. I think I think it goes back to the to the you know mid '80s, right? And like they they and then they, they really didn't get and then the wedding got called off, I believe. But even get married till the 2000s, right? Um, but uh, interesting, interesting take. I guess that, that was me being old man comic no, on my no, front no, porch. No, I uh, I uh, I I I like it. I like I like both of those characters, uh, Colossus and uh, Shadow Cat. Um, you know the the jet's still flying. This the spacecraft. The the X Men are are you know sitting around. We basically check in on everybody. Uh, you know, Rose the X. You know, who knows what he's doing, man? He's he's starting to annoy me. Never mind the X Men in the in the comic. Just what his what his play here is separating from the main heroes, and you know he wants to form his own pri- private team. Uh, but then they they get back to Magneto, right? Yeah, very short. Yeah, so as you said, we get back to Magneto. Uh, Magneto uses his his powers to to make something for for Janet. He makes her a comb to to comb her hair. It's uh, the Beyonder sort of set you know this world up pretty pretty well, but he didn't you know no hair no hair care products uh, on, on Battle World. So they also like say like uh, which again I don't know if we want to get too much into it, but uh, 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 on the one eleven of the book we're reading. Um, the, the the caption the first the first big caption in the middle of the book, Wasp Wasp says, "I wish this place had plumbing." <laughs> so, you yeah, know, there's gonna be there's gonna be a sanitation problem pretty, pretty sanitation soon problem. On, on Battle World. They have um they have alien weapons that that uh, both Kang and Doom talk about out loud all the time and technology, but no plumbing. No. And I got to assume that like, uh, I got to assume that in the villain's place, it's, it's, it's not too good. I mean, you got, you got all those guys in the wrecking crew, just, they, they don't care. They'll just, they'll just squat down anywhere. And, yeah. Know, yeah. The wrecker, the wrecker, he's not keeping up after himself, right? The wrecker, the wrecker's not doing the dishes. Yeah. He's, it's, yeah. Well, he's got no, he's got no running water to, 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 to clean those dishes. So. I mean, in theory, you figure molecule man can probably make water. He's so powerful. But again, we, we're not going to get on his power, so what he could and couldn't do. Um, so yeah, yes. what happens... I'm what sorry, happens, go ahead. I was going to say, so then, like, I guess... Uh, I guess we find out pretty quickly, if you look at the, the banter between Xavier and Magneto, basically like, hey, Xavier's like, let's team up. We, we need to put aside our differences. Magneto says, I kind of agree with you, but we must crush all, including Captain America, who doesn't listen. And that's where the wasp is kind of like, you know, I'm out. You're a jerk. And she zaps uh, Magneto. Well, does she zap? So she, so she like actually, does she pinch him or is she, is she striking him there? I think she pinches him. And then she kind of turns into wasp with her wasp power. Then on the top of 113, she zaps him. Yeah. And that's, I'm, I'm glad that she was able to, to change because uh, I know these are all super powered individuals, but you know, Magneto just taking that uh, that 
that glass and just swinging it wildly at that Janet where he thinks that she she was before that that's not that's not cool by uh that's not cool by Magneto no, no. he you know he kind of in a weird strange way invited her over when he wrapped her in that ball of metal and pulled her all the way back to his to his place so you know that's not really how you treat a guest sure sure no so uh the uh the wasp sort of fights uh off the avengers and she uh she uh she takes pretty good care of them and she uh she finds uh i guess does she find the same transport that the the x-men were in or is this a different one a different transport but it's it's, it's alien technology i don't know if you know that but that, that they kind of inform you that's alien that she, what she's driving is alien technology yeah um yeah, because it's uh, yeah. She actually says at the bottom, you know, it's like it would take six arms to to work these controls. So she's she's doing her best. She's she's flying she's flying away from uh, you know the the X Men as they're still sort of trying to work out their differences. Um, Charles and and Eric talk. Um, and we cut back to to the mountain that's been dropped on on the heroes, uh, and we see that the reason that the heroes are not crushed. It's because the strongest one of them all is is holding up uh, the, uh, the 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 mountain that's fall fallen on them. So they they have a, they have a little bit of space, but they they uh, they need to work together to get out of it. Yeah, and just a, a classic scene. I think uh, even the Russo brothers admitted that uh, you know, spoiler, no one saw Infinity War, no Endgame, but that scene in the Endgame when the uh, uh, Avengers base gets dropped on all of them right before mm-hmm. the, the last fight with Thanos and Hulk is holding up the whole base while they look for I think Rocket and um, Rhodey mm-hmm. uh, it was a, an homage to this to this scene um, and I think this is a, if you read classic anything about classic uh, Hulk moments or classic Marvel moments or the you know they uh, reference the scene of, of the Hulk uh Bracing the mountain, and I think it's interesting. I don't, again, you you know you write comics, so you you have a insight into this. Is that like I don't know how much thought went into it, but if you think about it, they made it so there's really no other super strength hero in there with them. Uh, yeah, she hooks well, knocked out. The thing can't turn back to thing. Correct. They kind of I don't know this on purpose, but Thor Thor isn't there. He's he was off with, with the enchantress. Took an Asgard, mm-hmm. and Col- Colossus is um, obviously they separated the X Men. So I wanted to do that on purpose, so to give Hulk this moment where he, where really, he really had no help. Yeah, that's uh, that's that's interesting. Yeah, because even like you would think somebody with the power set of uh, a Captain Marvel, you know, if she was you know fully, uh, you know, had all of her strength to where she could maybe do something sort of with that with that cosmic power but no it's just just the the brute strength of the of the hulk um but they do have they do have a couple of uh they do have a couple of big brains down there um to try to work on the situation so reed is uh reed is going through people's you know tech and and items and uh you know pete well nobody knows that it's pete here but uh you know pete's got a background in science so he uh spider-man helps out uh helps out a little bit uh and they they basically have uh what they need to sort of try to get started um getting out of there um you know all 
bunch of various things are put together, but they basically sort of root all the power through through Rhodey, uh, Iron Man, who who blasts out the the side of the mountain, and now and now our heroes are free. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's cool. That's a that's a good way of uh, you know having our heroes uh, get out of that working together um, when they sure. get when they get out they're met by uh they're met by thor minus his uh nice shiny helmet he and he and captain america talk uh captain marvel appears to recover a, a bit uh you know the you know rody rody likes would never drop a talent like that but she's she's better now <laughs> so she uh she takes her talents and she she flies off to uh to, to check out some stuff and she flies by uh galactus who's still sort of chilling standing where he's been for for a while um what do you think about uh what happens next after they uh they get out of there so right so uh, captain marvel goes on a little reconnaissance flies around the flies around the uh mountain real quick and i guess they're looking for some sort of shelter or maybe some sort of uh respite some healing and the only thing she could find is a an alien village that got transported beyond her mid the the world they live on and they have some aliens there and they're a little freaked out because we're so close to Galactus and Reed Richards basically tells them all Galactus don't care about us dude he don't care about us we're nothing to him so no you, you don't have to worry about it Correct. so that's what they do they go to this alien village and uh they meet the um the healer they do so the the healer uh you know is is starting to do some of some of her some of her magic uh do you know anybody who has healing hands have you ever have you ever met anybody who had healing hands <laughs> i don't know did i you know, uh i think i think i might have met somebody once who who claimed to have healing hands okay. but uh, i'll have to i'll have to i'll have to check on that um so you know the the healer you know, first order of business is it looks like she she's she's helping out She Hulk. Then after that, she goes to help out Mister Johnny Storm, who who wakes up. Uh, what uh, what what did you think about a uh, couple of these panels here with with Johnny Storm? I mean, I guess I, I put it back to you. Is what do you think about? Um, he seems somewhat smitten with this um, alien, mm -hmm. uh, and you know, his exact words for baby. I'll tumble for you <laughs> with the number four because it's, he's part of the fantastic four. Well, again, um, it is the eighties and. So, uh, we have, uh, you know, we were talking about I this. Culture Club. I think it was culture club boy, George. Now that I think, but I'm not sure. Yeah, so we have uh, we have that remark, and uh, Rhodey's sort of there. He says, uh, "Torx, you got no class, man." Uh, <laughs> I think he's right. I think he he's is. Right. He just wakes up. You know, he's he's hitting on he's hitting on uh, he's hitting on the nice alien lady they just met. That's just you know helped out the team, and you know just 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 read the room, Johnny. You know, you know, there's a time and place for everything, and you know you might uh, might need to take a break for, Listen, for a little bit. You can take the dog off of Earth. But you can't take the uh, the dog away from being the dog. Correct. That doesn't come out right. But anyways, you don't understand what I'm saying. Yeah, it's 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 that's a that's a common saying on Battle World. <laughs> it's a very common saying on Battle World. So uh, 
so Reed and Ben are talking. Remember, this is Ben. This is Ben Grimm. He's he's transferred. He's transformed back into his his human body. They're talking for a bit, but last page of this issue, Ben Grimm starts to change back to the thing. Um, and I guess the other big thing is is that uh, Galactus starts to move. Uh, so this, these are sort of some of our developments here as we finish up episode, or issue four. Uh, the heroes have regrouped after the mountain was dropped on them. Uh, they, they've met the sort of alien people, resident people of Battleworld. Johnny Storm has been inappropriate with the, uh, the healer that they just met. Um, and Galactus is moving and, and we have, uh, we have our ever loving green eyed, uh, blue eyed, is it blue or green eyed thing? Blue eyed thing. Blue eyed thing is, is, is back. Um, so that's how we end. So, uh, as far as like cliffhangers go, you know, it's not the, it's not the, the bad guys showing up. It's, it's, you know, we, we get some developments, uh, I guess, but the biggest development is that, uh, Galactus is sort of, uh, up and moving again. He's doing something. Doing something. And we don't know. So if you were a, a nine-year-old boy in 1984, you'd have to wait a month to figure out what is going to happen. but but we don't because we have the trade and we can, we can go into issue five. So issue five, um, the cover, and it would have been late August of, I guess we're on 1983 or four still, right? Late, yeah. late August before, um, is the X-Men. And it says the X-Men strike back at last, at last the X-Men strike back. So, um, it's kind of good because they've been getting the crap beat out of them pretty much the whole, the whole issue. The whole issue so, yeah. So uh, those are those were that's how we ended. Uh, and we we pick up uh, in five, um, the battle of four armies. Joe Deggs, four, not not five armies. This is only the battle of four armies. Okay. Because if it was five armies, he'd be somewhere else. Uh, but. Uh, <laughs> We we uh, Galactus is uh, is is starting to build a structure as he's as he's moving here. Um, so what do you would uh, as we start off on five? What do you think about the fact that uh, Galactus appears to be building something? Well, again, you know Galactus, you know Galactus has an alpha beyond her. You know he don't he doesn't he's not a big fan, and uh, you know usually Galactus is the biggest bad around, devourer of worlds. Mm-hmm. So, uh, looks like he, you know, according to Reed Richards, he brought his world, he brought his home, he summoned his home and brought it to, to, to fight the Beyonder. That's a pretty baller move right there. That is, that is a baller move. And, uh, you know, he, he did the Beyonder when he's like, hey man, I summoned you, I am from beyond, I summoned you guys here to fight each other, like you're messing up the whole deal here. Like, I think that's probably what he's thinking, but who knows? Because yes. he, he is from beyond. Yeah, so uh, the heroes are still sort of watching, taking this in, um, uh, and, and on you know the 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 second page of uh, this issue, issue five, uh, Johnny's uh, Johnny's new friend sort of uh, looks like she's not she's not doing too well, um, and Johnny's trying to 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 talk to her, and as we turn the page. Uh, they they go back uh, they go back to her place, sure. 
Sure. Uh, so this is again we're we're on the we're 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 using the trade. Uh, this is uh, page one twenty four in the trade. I guess this would be the the third page of this comic. Uh, Joe, why don't you read me the word balloons from panel three? This is Johnny in the uh, the 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 place of the uh, the healer that we we just met in the in the last issue. So the healer, they're in the, they're in the, they're in the healer's hut and mm -hmm. looks so, sort of like a uh, mix between a um, a hippie hut and a um, Anne Veru's place in Tatooine. That you know neither here nor there. So she's speaking to Johnny in a strange language, which. Uh, they never translate. You don't know what it is. Her alien language. And Johnny, sitting across on the middle of her parlor, says, "You're going to fix us both a drink. Is that it? Hey, you're one fast mover, lady. Is that Pepsi is that Pepsi Cola in that bottle? Make mine a double. I could I could use a good stiff belt about now. So listen, when when Johnny Storm is partying." He makes his Pepsi Cola as a double. Yeah, he's, so that's he's, been established as well. Yeah, no, no ice for, no yeah. ice for the Human Torch. But she's not fixing them. She's not fixing them a drink. She's fixing them some smoke. That's so it. So they, they, uh, they, uh, they sit down and uh, they, uh, she lets out some smoke from uh, what looks like more like a kind of like a like a hookah, and uh, the 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 smoke. Uh, uh, you know, Johnny says, now that means shut up and breathe it in, jerk. I can tell. So he uh, he inhales. Uh, he inhales the smoke, and that allows them to to talk. That's it. They kind of have like a, like a, like a mind opening where they could share each other's thoughts and maybe have some sort of communication. And I think they also use, I don't know if they were, if they were short some pages to, to fit into the book, but they, they basically give you a recap of what, what was four issues earlier, but that's okay. Yeah. Um, I guess I think, if, if you didn't pick the, I mean, you know, there's probably a lot of folks that didn't, uh, weren't able to get every issue. So maybe this was just sort of a, uh, uh, you know, a fact checker just to let you know, just in case you didn't get one or two, or if you just pick this up in the, in the middle and this is your first book. Um, I think Jim Shooter was big on, Every book could be somebody's first comic, so make sure you you explain the the story thoroughly. Uh, so sure. yeah, you, you so this does give us a breakdown. She basically gives us like some like a data graphic, like a data viz of like who's on which side, uh, and and sort of like lets us know who who's who and and what what side they're on, and a little bit about the the formation of the planet. So so Johnny's Johnny's got the four one one there. Sure. Uh, real quick, you notice the um the lizard. Is, is in the uh, is in with the uh, the villains when recapping Krajani's memory of what's going on. Lizard, right? I think he snuck off pretty early in like episode one into the forest, and uh, no real lizard, no real lizard yet. No foreshadowing. Yeah, but uh, so the recap uh, continues for a couple of of pages where uh, Johnny sort of. Uh, is recap things that he already knew because he was in the battle. Uh, he was, he was under the rock, but she recaps the things that he already knew for him there. So uh, he wakes up 
Uh, they talk for a little bit. Then, then, uh, then Johnny, Johnny plants, uh, plants a kiss on her. Listen, I think, uh, you know, reveals her, they reveal her name, Zashi, Zashi, I guess they're able to say that. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I guess that's, uh, there's a little bit of romance in the air with, uh, the human torch and alien Zaji. Yeah. So somebody who's not feeling the love is uh, somebody who's a little love sick. Uh, we, we cut to, we cut to Colossus sort of, uh, moping, thinking about, uh, Kitty. Um, and, and the second time he's doing that where he's having a thoughts about his, his long lost love, professor Xavier hopped in the middle of his thoughts. Um, which yeah, I imagine after a while it could be pretty annoying. Yeah, that could be dangerous, you know, you know, depending on what kind of thoughts Colossus was having there, you know, that, 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 you know, that, that popping could have been pretty awkward. To say the least, to say the least. So, uh, this is basically, uh, you know, Charles sort of summoning his, his X-Men back to him, you know, he's got, uh, Storm present, Wolverine's running in there, uh, Night, Nightcrawler just bamped in, uh, they're talking. Um, they're they're sort of going through some stuff, or you know, just they're just you know X Men talking. They you know, they're, they're sort of having this uh, this tension. They got Magneto in their mix now, which uh, you know makes the other guys a little you know you know they're they're not so welcoming for for good reason to Magneto. So our, sort of our X Men X villains are are forming, forming up a group here. Forming a group here, and I think they're also a little annoyed at the way the Xavier's kind of snippy and a little bossy, and uh, how he's kind of running the show. There's, there's complaints about that as well. Um, yeah, and he, he's, he's walking around again, wasn't Didn't he go back to the wheelchair for a little bit? Again, I think he gets tired and needs the wheelchair once in a while. Oh, okay. But he's not... This version of, of, of Xavier can walk somewhat. He gets tired. I think that's kind of the. But but the Beyonder did provide him with the wheelchair. Yeah, well, lots of things. You know, he 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 wolfed the, he wished away Scott from his honeymoon, or wherever he was. Took the wrecking crew out of prison. So again, you know, he's from beyond. So. Yeah. Uh, so that's that's how, well, that's where we leave our X Men for a little bit, uh, and we cut to. We cut to we cut to our villains. We cut to uh, to to Owen Reese, the Molecule Man. Uh, he's walking with uh, with his new pal, new gal pal. Uh, the Wrecking Crew is just sort of uh, being a bunch of lugs, and uh, they're they're giving uh, they're giving uh, they're giving the Molecule Man a, a hard time, and he's uh, at first just going to let everything uh, slide off his back. You know, he's he's going to turn the other cheek, but. Uh, uh, I think things turn when he's when he's called a nerd and uh, he uh, he uh, he he loses it uh, and he he shows him the the full power of the the molecule man. So uh, you think that uh, they 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 wish they wouldn't have called the molecule man a nerd? They were being disrespectful to um, Volcania as well. Correct. They were. And, it, you know. You don't mess around. So that's a good. And he goes to show you. She steps on Polydriver's face in the mud, and yeah. then, uh, you know, they they uh, they learn the lesson that they don't want to mess with either one of those two. 
they uh, back off pretty yes. quickly. Yeah, so uh, they they are the 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 wrecking crew members, those that don't have their face in the mud currently, sort of all say, "Hey, you know, my bad. We're gonna we're gonna wait. We're not gonna call you any names. We're gonna let you and let you let let you and your lady go for a stroll." But you know what, Molecule Man's not going for a stroll anymore. He's he's gonna build a uh, he's gonna build a chariot out of uh, molecules, and he and uh, he and his lady friend uh, take off into the sky in this this you know, chariot that they have here. Yep. I mean, again, tremendous power. He makes the chariot. He whisks, whisks them away to God knows where. Do you think, uh, if you, if you were going to make a, if you were going to make some sort of, uh, vehicle transport vehicle to take your, take your lady friend on a date, would you make her a chariot or, and fly her through the sky? Would you give her? Would you? Would you get a fancy sports car, horse-drawn carriage? What would you do? Maybe a boat through like a nice, nice scenic river. I mean, at this point, probably an RV. Cause I'm, I always have to pay. But I mean, you know, you would be the most powerful man in Battle World because you would have the only working toilet in your RV. <laughs> Again, running water, molecule man. He's making a chariot out of the blue. You probably, you know, do a sink and a septic tank and little bit day action but who knows you know who knows who knows you know you feel as if, he, if he's dropping mountains on people and he can make a chariot that he probably could have made this war over pretty quickly if he did some certain things with that ability but that's kind of you know snarky and spoily so we, we don't want to we don't want to go there yeah so from there uh our the enchantress who's sort of gone to 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 the villain side we haven't uh we haven't seen her too much since the fight she goes to she goes to have a talk with Doom. Um, she actually sort of uh, tries to use her 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 charms on on Doom, but Doom's not Doom's not got doesn't have time for ladies in, in love right now. A lot of love, a lot of, lot of lot of romance and passion going on in this issue, right? A lot of lot of love. We got you know we got Colossus to get about Kitty. You got Human Torch and the alien Zaji. You got Volcania and Molecule Man. Enchantress is over here. Trying to see if Doom wants to, you know, take it to the next level. So uh, I'm gonna also gonna guess that he hasn't had the chance yet. But I, I think if Rhodey had the time to to try to maybe uh, have some romance time with uh, that talented uh, Captain Marvel, he he might uh, he might give that a shot. But he's a little he busy. You wanna be? And he's also like you said. I think he's more of a gentleman. He called out you and Torch for having no class, yeah. um, which was a great a correct assumption. Um, so yeah, so long story short, I think uh, you know the, there's a whole two pages dedicated to the conversation between Doom and Enchantress, but he basically says, "I ain't got time for your nonsense. Go, go out and do my bidding." He does. Uh, we we cut back to to the X Men briefly. Uh, Charles and uh, and Eric are are. Uh, sort of planning uh they're, they're they're i guess maybe they're charles is uh is feeling some of the 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 energy that's uh, that's coming in to the uh to the to, to battle world maybe some of the actions that uh galactus is taking is is causing this um the heroes are there they're still sort of watching galactus um they're talking to each other um uh, Reed goes up to, uh, to I guess maybe uh, 
try to talk to Galactus for some strange reason. Yeah, but I think like, and I'm not a, I was never a big fancy fantasy, fantasy, big Fantastic Four guy, but like, I feel as if like, they're always tangling with Galactus, right? I feel as yeah, as if that's, like that's, common... his, that's his origin is, is, is in the, the Fantastic Four book. So you would think that Reed would know like, Maybe he feels of like, hey, listen, we have a we have a long history, you know. I I I have always liked you. You haven't always liked me, but at least you know you know who I am. I want to come up and maybe chat with you a little bit and see what what you know what yeah. what, what, what I talk some sense into you. Yeah, but that doesn't. Uh, no. Doesn't uh, so um, yeah, the the Galactus sort of blast. Uh, Mr. Fantastic, who who falls uh, back down, uh, he's he's you know the the heroes that are there uh, on site sort of come to his aid, try to check on him, um, but nearly I guess exactly at that moment this uh, this this new character flies out of is is this this is the structure that uh, Galactus has been building, yeah yeah, uh, and we have a fight. Um, this sort of he kind of looks a little bit like a like a robot. He sort of looks a little bit about the like the the destroyer. Yeah, he's like Galactus is like one of his guardians, I guess. I guess Galactus, after Reed and went and bugged him, Galactus is like, I guess this is something down there. That guy Reed's been a pain in the butt before me in the past. I got to fight the Beyonder. Let me just send down my little robot here to take care take care of that that, that nonsense. And then I'll go back to trying to fight the Beyonder. Yes. So uh, this guy uh, knocks out the the Hulk pretty quickly. So he's 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 got some uh, he's got some he's got some fighting skills. But uh, I don't think Ben Grimm thinks that he has fighting skills because uh, on page one thirty six, panel three, uh, what does what does Ben Grimm say about the this action that's that's taking place here? I think he kind of takes a shot at the Hulk, right? Or no, maybe it was the robot. Well, no, it would make sense. I get no. Uh, looking at it now, I guess uh, he's he's you know there's 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 a back and forth between the the Hulk and and the thing. They've been they you know they've been throwing blows to, against each other for a while. So I guess maybe uh, you're right. He's he's talking about the uh, he's talking about the Hulk when he says, "Sheesh, he must be a lover because he ain't he sure ain't a fighter." Well, listen. So, if he's a lover. He's on the right, right. He's on the right alien uh, planet. That's for sure. Yeah, he's 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 checking out. He's he's like he might have to go on a double date with Johnny or something <laughs> like that. Does the healer have a sister? Yeah. Okay. So the, the 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 fighting's going on. Um, Galactus is, I guess, still sort of building that uh, that structure there. Um, the the you know typical fight goes back and forth. Uh, Kappa throws a shield into to, to the eye socket of this uh, this this robotic being. Uh, ben Grimm, remember Ben Grimm is has switched back into his Rocky thing form, so he, it's clobbering time for him. He uh, he starts wrestling with the uh, with this new uh, foe. Um, I guess the uh, the Human Torch uh, flies in here. Uh, and he says, I hear you armpit breath. Um, so he, 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 uh, he blasts them sort of all the, 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 the heroes have worked together to, to bring this, uh, 
this alien being or no sorry not alien being this uh this being that's come out of galactus's structure uh they sort of get a quick moment to sort of look over this thing but uh spidey's spider sense is going off and why would spidey's spider sense be going off there joe because uh they're under attack they are they they, they they don't they don't get a moment of uh they don't get a moment of peace here and um come to think that like again that the theme of the heroes is taking a beating um they're tired uh i think during the battle they even say i think um you know captain america with his thought bubble mm-hmm we're in trouble. We're tired, battered. And it looks like this is all a diversion for Doom to kind of get up to Galactus. Again, his, you know, Doom's always angling. He's mm-hmm. an angle shooter, so. But our heroes are getting, basically, they're, 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 they're beaten, beaten, battered. They're tired from the, the, the mountain. The Galactus's robot has kicked, kicked half their butts. And now they have the, 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 most of the strength of Doom, Doom's men against them. Yeah, you're correct. So, um, uh, you know, Doom told all these guys to go out and fight, um, and uh, he's in a craft. I don't know if you know this, but this craft is made with alien technology. <laughs> oh, okay. Right. But you know, Doom's Doom doesn't sort of he's he's just gonna he's gonna fly this thing. Uh, so he he takes off. Um, Lots of battling going on. Uh, the X-Men are there. Uh, they, they, they join the fight. Uh, Cyclops is blasting people. Wolverine's karate kicking people. Uh, Nightcrawler's bamfing and pulling hair. Um, uh, Rogue, uh, Rogue is, has a, a huge rock thrown at her. She breaks it. Uh, you know, lots of classic, classic fighting. People who, you know, strength-based heroes using their strength uh people with powers using their powers lots of lots of fighting uh uh but uh you know we still have uh doom and doom trying to get up there towards galactus uh so joe do you want to talk any about the about the fighting there i like how uh on 141 colossus is a uh, basically destroying the whole wrecking crew and um, Dr. Octopus. And he says, I will smash you, keep me from my Katya. Um, so he's actually uh, using his love for Kitty to, to kick some butt. And yeah. then um, Storm makes a storm. And uh, it's so powerful, it actually catches Galactus's eye. So that's how she, she actually really brought it. She brought the boom, she brought the thunder. And when she did that, uh, that was what Doom was looking for. Looking for a little, a little, little second, a little shot for Galactus to take, you know, to take his eye off what he was doing. And that's when he's he, with alien technology, swept his way up to to Galactus's base. Yep, and you know, just a page earlier, uh, Colossus was doing well in the fight, but uh, it takes a uh, it takes a crowbar to the to the to the midsection just below the uh, the chest. Uh, he's down. Uh, Scott's blasting people with his with his eye beams. Um, it looks like the uh, the enchantress is. Uh, I'm, I do, uh, I'm right. The enchantress. I thought I said huntress again. The enchantress sort of uh, helps pull people out, right? She does. She does a little, little teleportation, yeah. whisks whisk them all away. Um, 
I guess the, the, the theory is that like the X-Men kind of saved the day. Then they ran, then they run away again. I'm not really kind of following Xavier's thinking too much. I think if you go to 143, he discusses how they're there with a, with a uh, continue a role as a third force to do so. We must keep our distance. Yes. Not so really sure about that, um, that, that, that strategy, but he decides to do that. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, Colossus isn't doing great. Uh, the, the, some of the, uh, I, do the X-Men leave him? They do. I think Xavier explains that. Oh yeah. They had, they had to get out of there and that he trusts that Captain America would, will do fine by Colossus. Yeah. So, uh, Colossus is brought back to, to the village because they know I have a healer. Um, they, uh, they, uh, they, the the healer helps out Colossus, uh, which is going to be turns out it's going to be a bit of a bit of an issue here. Um, but the the heroes at the for the time being are 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 getting a little bit better. Um, Johnny is uh, is able to uh, lock lips with his uh, lady friend again. Uh, but Colossus is Colossus got some issues after he's been healed. <clears throat> Bless, sorry. Bless you. Thanks. Uh, so he's looking at the the, the alien uh, healing lady with with the googly love eyes. He's 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 feeling some way about her now. Uh, he's not talking about his uh, his his lost love kitty for for a moment. Uh, um. Reed and uh, uh, Captain America look up. Um, I guess they're you know still checking out all this stuff that uh, Galactus is building, um, and that takes us to to our last page. So, Joe, what what happens here on this last page of this last issue that we're talking about? So, um, little soliloquy, Marvel, the mid eighties Marvel soliloquy, where uh, Doctor Doom has found his way onto Galactus's um, fortress. Um, and basically, uh, Dr. Doom kind of gives, gives his overview that he wants to try to use Galactus to take on the Beyonder. And, um, at one point he says, but I, Victor Von Doom shall find an answer here. No, I shall find a way. So, you know, talk about himself in third person and, um, leads itself to the end of issue five and the next issue, the way. Right, yeah. So that's 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 going to do it for for these two issues. And as we go forward, um, we'll be hitting the 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 midpoint. Uh, so, still no Beyonder showing up yet. Uh, no. Do Do you think a modern comic would be able to pull off the the bad guy not showing up for six issues? Um. Again. No. Uh, you that the whole idea of the Beyonder, where I think he was supposed to be just like the, 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 the general manager of this of this tournament, and then he becomes the main villain. So uh, interesting to say the least. Do you think that the Beyonder's buddies uh, run a fantasy league when he creates Battle World? <laughs> I think if he has like two assistant GMs, and he, he kind of maybe he's like more like the owner. Yeah, and he's like he's like whoever did my GM that did like my maybe there maybe there's like. 
um, you know, pitching and position players. So if the position players were the heroes, that guy did, did a great job. If the villains were the pitchers, whoever his scout for the pitchers are, and the, and the villains is awful. And you, you, you got to fire that guy. Yeah, and I hope that the Beyonder doesn't have anybody in his league that's just been trouble from from day one. Like you know, you you always have that one guy that that comes in. He's just nothing but trouble from day one. Nothing but trouble from day one. A problem, trouble, a troublemaker. Yeah. You always have that guy. We know yeah. a guy like that. Yeah. So, uh, all right. So that was four and five. Uh, uh, that was those shockingly we had uh, heroes fighting villains. Uh, um, but we're, we, we, you know, we, we have some intrigue. We have, uh, we have a little bit more love than we've, we've had before. Um, you know, uh, we might be getting a love triangle here between, uh, our alien healer, Colossus and, uh, Johnny Storm. Look, there's, I think, I think we, uh, not too much spoiler, but I think there's definitely the way Colossus is looking at that alien, Zaji. Looks like there's definitely a little bit of there might be some tension there. Yeah, I think I think so. So, all right. Well, I think that's gonna I think that's gonna do I, it for four and five. I do have one more thing I want to kind of throw out there, a little okay. aside, um, not to get too serious, but I actually stumbled upon this today. I thought it was good. I think you'd like it. This is a quote from 1968 by Stan Lee. All right. And this is the quote: Racism and bigotry are among the deadliest social ills plaguing the world today. Sooner or later, we must learn to judge each other on our own merits. Stanley, nineteen sixty-eight. Very cool. I'm glad that I'm glad that you brought that here to us at the end. That uh, that is that is pretty cool. I I appreciate you bringing that. It's uh, very well timed, to say the least. All right. So we will be back in uh, roughly probably about another week, and uh, we'll be going and looking at the next two issues. So the next two issues we'll look at are going to be six and seven. And not to be a spoiler work, but if you've been listening to this and you're like, hey, where's the lizard? You might be getting your wish. So hashtag all your chats. Hashtag where's the, where's the lizard? <laughs> So awesome, Joe. Well, this, this was a lot of fun uh, revisiting this stuff. Uh, uh, we'll be back very soon. If you could give us a rating and review on whatever podcasting service you use, we'd really appreciate it. If you want to follow the comic or the, the podcast, uh, we're on Twitter at ConstructComPod, Instagram, Constructing Comics Pod, Facebook and YouTube is Constructing Comics. And we'll be back with a, another episode very soon. Please be safe and everybody just be good people. Thank you. Goodbye. Goodbye.